Financial Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Let us go to Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter where Sarah Cazell has uh, panned for gold. Have you panned? Gold. I've panned. I love gold. gold. It's so weird. Well, I've we- panned for the gold. All <laughs> yeah, right. And I found the gold. With Machu Iberflus. With Machu Iberflus. What do you got for us today, Sarah? Okay, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and Sean Payton. Oh, excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals. If you're reading our tweet. Uh, the Cardinals, oh, the Broncos, man. and the Texans have all been given, uh, given approval. All to, been driven? Yeah. At least I can edit that in real time. Uh, to interview Sean Payton for their head coach openings. If you guys are in charge of the Arizona Cardinals, you're the man. You're the man in charge. Would you trade the Cardinals' number three pick for Sean Payton? Yes or no? Jay Feely was very dead set on it and said, "Yeah, I think I would. It would hurt, but I would do it." I'm not there just yet. I'm thinking about it. Okay. So right now, right as of now, my answer is still leaning towards no. It's, okay. It, this question, I'm telling you, it, it's I, it confounds me. It honestly makes my brain short circuit yeah. I, because I can't get myself to blurt out the words yes, even even though I want Sean Payton more than anybody. Uh-huh. I can't say yes to the number three overall pick. There's got to be an easier way to satisfy the Saints. Jarrett, I think we should post this question like every two weeks and right. see how the results yes. change I every think two yeah, weeks. I like that idea. I like that idea. Wouldn't be the first time Jarrett's recycled well, the social studies question. Oh! <laughs> well, no, it reminds me in a way of the whole Kevin Durant thing of, of yeah. how like would you trade Aiton and Bridges or whatever, how that's that sort really of like fluctuated throughout the weeks. Totally, totally. 76% of Cardinals fans right Cardinals. now. Cardinals. <laughs> it's funny, if you click on the hashtag, there's a whole bunch of people that screwed oh, that up. Is over that right? Yeah. 76% say no, they would not trade the Cardinals number three pick for the former Saints coach. 24% today are willing to commit to that. Yeah. A.N. Says no coach is worth a first round pick. Everybody is overrating what his impact would be. He had his success with an elite quarterback in Drew Brees. Without him, Brees, the Saints weren't good. Coaching just isn't as big of a deal as people think. Okay. Okay. Moving to our next question this morning and yesterday as well. That's we an talked. Interesting take, by the way. That coaching isn't important. Yeah. I think the last four years have shown us that it yeah, is. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. And that is why this new search is happening. Uh, we have talked about the likelihood of DeAndre Hopkins being traded. He posted on Instagram the you know the classic athlete vague post. Ooh, where is he going next? And um, we're asking of the DeAndres. This is inspired by Dan Bickley yesterday. Of the DeAndres in the Valley. Which scenario is most likely to happen by next season? DeAndre Hopkins gets traded. DeAndre Ayton gets traded. Both of them are traded or both of them are back with their respective teams next season. Uh, it's a good question. I'm going to vote DeAndre Hopkins gets traded. And I'm not saying that the Suns don't want to trade DeAndre Ayton. I just, I, there's not a whole lot of, I don't think there's going to be a ton of movement at this NBA trading frenzy season, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Vinny, I don't know what you think. No, I've got thoughts on that, too. I, I, You know, to trade somebody, there has to be a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a guy with a max contract now. 
Uh, and I still like DeAndre Ayton, but I don't think he gets moved. I think D-Hop yeah. is the answer. Yeah. Uh, right now, 45% of our voters say both get traded. Wow. Mm. I'm surprised by that. 45%. 41% say DeAndre Hopkins gets traded. Only 9% say both return. And only 5% say DA is on his way out. Uh, Humble Rumble says DA is not getting traded. He is 24 years old and he just signed an extension. Sandra Deo Clobber says, ideally, both of them are traded. Realistically, it's Hopkins. He obviously doesn't want to be here. And the Cardinals, as well as Cardinals fans, have had more drama than a Lifetime movie this year. Oh! Thank Hopkins for the highlights and just move on. Than a Lifetime movie. It's mm. a lot of drama. It's a lot of drama. <laughs> okay, final question. As the Cardinals look to fill two openings in their organization, head coach and general manager, we're asking, and we're not implying that that's the worst job in America. We're just thinking of, you know, openings and jobs that you've had in the past and whatnot. So what is the worst job in America? What is what is the single profession that you would least like to do? Um, and why? The dude who has to go and clean out all the porta potties at the WM Phoenix Open on Monday <laughs> oh, after the tournament. No, it's a noble profession. I we, saw a guy. We need at, people like that. I saw a guy at the Olympics in London. I was walking through like a, a park where they were doing some sort of Olympic function, and there was a guy that that had a broom and a like a a, a big dustpan that opened up, and all he, his job was only to follow around the horses and clean up oh, after gosh. their. Yeah. Oh no! And I thought. <laughs> That poor dude. I don't know what they're paying him. Ain't enough. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty crappy pay, I bet. Oh. oh Jared, it's a poop fest. Oh. Equestrian event. I'll go in a different direction, and I'll say anything that would involve me being outside in Phoenix, Arizona in the summertime. 100%. Again, I tip my cap to all of you people that do that. Roofers, construction. Yes. Not for the right. faint of heart. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, construction we got Construction workers, road workers. Landscapers. Tip of the hat to all the construction workers who work in the heat and the seven that stand around them well, and don't work. And, watch them. And, the, and the poor landscapers have to protect themselves from the sun, which yes. means they have to put all Those, sorts of clothing yeah. on. Uh, big hats and yeah, long sleeves. Right? Yeah, long sleeves. It took me a long time to figure out. I'm like, it's already so hot. What Take are you doing? What, yeah. are you, what are you doing? <laughs> right, exactly. Chad Rudinger says firefighter. That's 24-hour shifts where you may or may not be getting any sleep. And, of course, you're putting yourself in danger. J-Rod Cards says the worst job in America is the urinal cake replacer. That's not a good one, yeah. Okay. M-Hat says morning show producer. You're the star of the show, but you get none of the respect. Wow, that's really cool. Your relatives are chiming in. That's really good, Jared. Is that your burner account? Jared. We're getting somewhere. There we go. Service hoop fest. Perfectly timed there. Substitute teacher says Sassy AF. That's a pretty rough job. Uh, roofing oh, yeah. or landscaping in the summer, working at the DMV, and then the ultimate winner from Dan Murphy, bathroom janitor at the Vegas airport. Oh. Done. Poop fest. Done. Oh. That place is a hellhole. I love poop. <laughs> Dan Murphy, uh, you win today. Yeah. That's some delicious poop there. Oh. Got him started. <laughs> we got him started. That is social studies. Thank you, Sarah. Well done, Ruthless. Chimed in on uh, Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next.
Would Dave Pash be willing to trade the number three overall pick for Sean Payton? We'll cover that territory and more as the voice nice. of the Cardinals joins us straight ahead. Here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I pooped my pants. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Cardinals offseason well underway. We're seeing the lists of coaching candidates that will be uh, interviewed, as well as GM candidates. And here to talk to us about the Cardinals offseason, the man who called all the action on the Cardinals radio network, their play-by-play voice, Dave Pass, checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, good morning. How are you? Hey, Ben. Hey, Dan. How are Hello, you guys today? Dave. Doing well, thanks. Um, we, we in the aftermath of what happened on Monday with uh, you know Cliff Kingsbury being let go. We've seen a couple of players. Um, Hollywood Brown was on a Twitch stream saying, "Hey, I wish you would have got another chance." There seems to be some other reaction from players. Yeah, kind of bummed that uh, that Cliff Kingsbury was let go. Um, is there a case to be made that he should have been brought back in your mind, Dave? Well, two things, guys. I think, first of all, Cliff is a great guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't really met anybody or come across Cliff as long as I've known him, which is over a decade going back to when he was with Johnny Football at Texas A&M. I have not come across anybody that does not like Cliff personally. And and I think Cliff is a talented coach. Uh, And, you know, you guys saw the offense looked a little different at times when – uh, Kyler wasn't there. I think there were some things that uh, he wanted to do that maybe he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, in part, uh, you know, the players like Cliff. You know, he's not a confrontational guy. Um, you, you saw that on Hard Knocks with him talking about how he treats the players like men. But I, but I also think that there was a point where that, that hurt him. I think there were, you know, times where guys in the, in the locker room were not stepping up as leaders. Uh, and these were, you know, your highest paid players. And you need to have a head coach, you know, who can get in their face, who can, who has the street cred to be able to tell them, hey, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to do it my way or you're not going to be here. Um, so I think there's that side of it, but look, guys, when you're you're four and thirteen and you're trending in the wrong direction, you have one home win in the last uh, year and a half. I think it was a really strong statement by Michael to the fans, yes. saying, I, I, "I'm not going to stand for you know our expectation is we're a playoff team, um, we're a championship team, and when we don't play like one, I'm not going to stand for that, and I'll do what it takes to make moves." So. That was a very loud statement to yeah. to Firecliff and with Steve not coming back either. Yeah, without a doubt. And I thought Michael really kind of projected himself really well in that Monday press conference because ever since he's been in charge of the Cardinals, he's always had somebody to lean on, whether it was his father or Steve Keim. And he's kind of doing this alone, and he kind of almost seemed a little bit liberated, and he's been real close to the vest about all of this, which brings us to Sean Payton. Um, you know football, so you know what an impact coach he is. Do you think he's the person? perfect fit to get a guy like Kyler Murray to kind of, you know, fall into line a little more, to, to, to listen a little more, to grow a little faster? Well, in my opinion, I think the, the only person really that can do that is Kyler. And, you know, he's gotten a contract. He's had some success individually as an NFL player, and he's had some success with the team making a playoff appearance, but you know, to take that next step and get into that class of elite players, you need to win big. And in order to win big, you have to realize there's a certain, there are certain things you have to do to make it through 
a 17-game season. I mean, we saw Jacksonville and Green Bay, even though Green Bay lost that last game, and Detroit. Let's throw those three teams in there. Bad starts, yep. horrible starts. But because of the leadership and the, the talent and the play of their quarterback, now Detroit's defense had a big reason. Uh, they were a big reason why they turned around. But still, the quarterbacks played really well uh, for that for that stretch. Now imagine now with Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville going forward, assuming that they can be consistent and get consistent play from him. I mean, that, that might be a Super Bowl team next year. Think about it. Mm-hmm. That should be the trajectory for Kyler Murray. And so, I, you know, he, he didn't play well uh, at times when he was healthy. And now you don't know when he's going to be back. Um, but with regard to Sean Payton, guys, I think it depends on what you have to give up. I, I'm sure the Cardinals would love to have Sean Payton. Who wouldn't? The guy's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. It's what do you what do you have to give up? What's it going to cost you? And is he going to be here? Uh, you know, through the challenges that may lie ahead in 2023 and beyond. You just don't know how long it's going to take to get back to where you were. I, I think it can be a quick fix. I think obviously a lot depends on Kyler's health. And is Sean somebody that's going to be here and see it through uh, to get you to a position where you are a consistent championship contender? If the Saints said, okay, uh, you could you have him, but we need that number three overall pick. Are you going down that road just yet? I think it depends on, again, you know, what what's the commitment level of Sean Payton? Yeah. What's the role? Is he in charge of everything? Um, are you hiring a general manager that will work with him in a collaborative way? Um, or are you just giving him the 53 and giving him full control? And then you also have to consider, well, you traded your first-round pick last year. Yeah. Your first-round pick from two years ago did make some strides but you're not sure yet on him. Your first round pick from three years ago, we're still not sure what position he plays. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got, you've got this str- And then, you know, you got Kyler was the first round pick before that. Josh Rosen, the first round pick before that. I mean, you got to start hitting on these guys. No doubt. Um, and, I, and I do think you hit on Kyler. It's just, can he get back to where he was? But, you know, there's questions on these other guys. Absolutely. And, you know, is Hollywood worth the first round pick? I don't know. So are you in a position where you truly can afford to trade the number three overall pick who could be a game-changing player uh, for Sean Payton if that's what it takes? I, I'm not sure. I think everybody in the orbit of this football team has heard rumblings that D-Hop is going to want out. There's been nothing official except an Instagram post where he seems to be saying goodbye, and a lot of his teammates have kind of paid respect to him on the way out the door. What do you think about that? How do you how do the Cardinals get by without a guy who's been such a, a integral part of their offense? Well, I think you have to figure out: Does he want to be here? Uh, you know, does he want to be part of this? Um, and then also, you know, you have to look at the age and, and the financial commitment. And is that something that you know you can you can deal with for the next few years? You know, he was not in the lineup a lot. Yes, uh, the past couple of years with injury. You know, he hurt the team at the six-game suspension. Uh, I think there were some other things uh, as well with D-Hop. And so, look, you have to – it's not just hiring a GM and a coach. It's establishing a culture and identity of who you are and what you're going to put up with. And Michael talked about that a ton. He talked about accountability. You've got to have that. you got to have that with the players in the locker room. There has to be a group of leaders in that room that, you know, you think about the team – that that went to the 2015 NFC Championship. You had some you had some real leaders in that room, starting with Carson Palmer. 
And so you need to get back to having that type of group, and I'm not sure how D-Hop fits into that. Yeah, that's a great point. The leadership component of that team was was really, really good. Um, Ari, when you look across the, the playoffs, what is the best Super Bowl to bring to Glendale here in a month or so? Clearly, the Bills on one side would be a very, very powerful story. What's the best NFC story to pit against that if we're looking for the best possible Super Bowl in Glendale? Yeah, I think for AFC, Dan, I mean, it, it Bills certainly with uh, everything that's happened there this year and the fact that, you know, they haven't been to a Super Bowl since that stretch where they had the four losses in a row. Uh, to see them possibly, you know, finally win a Super Bowl, uh, it would be great theater. Patrick Mahomes is great theater. So I think either way, Chiefs, Bills, you're, you're, you're winning as a, as a uh, Phoenician to have one of those teams in Glendale. And I think it's the 49ers. Um, you know, I'm talking to some folks that are there and on that coaching staff and in that organization, they believe in Brock Purdy. They believe he can win a Super Bowl, that it's not just managing the game. He's good enough to make big plays in the big moments to win you a Super Bowl. And they certainly have the pieces around him. And then you have the Arizona connection, obviously, with yep. Brock. So I think... To me, that's that's the best story from an NFC, NFC perspective is having San Francisco. I, I, it might be hard for Cardinal fans, but I agree yeah, with you. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Dave, I think you're right. <laughs> Dave, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining you, us today. We appreciate it. Yep, you got it, guys. Take Dave, care now. Dave Pash, play-by-play voice of the Cardinals, ESPN broadcaster. He joined us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Coming up next, before we get to this, though, I want to remind you, you can text your uh, thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, Thursday, a round of Mock My World lies straight ahead of us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings. Here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time for a quick look at our website, ArizonaSports.com, for our poll question. And this is unlike anything that we have asked you in the last 33 minutes. If you were the Cardinals, <laughs> would you give up the number three overall pick in the draft for Sean Payton? Yes, go all in. Or no, that's giving up too much. What you, do you guys think? You know, you know. We're, we're not there we're not just there yet. yet. Not yet, not yet. Yeah, all right. not there yet. 73% of our voters agree. That is giving up too much, they say. 27% say yes. Go all in. All right. All in, baby. Today's Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage. You can vote on it there at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Mock my world is back. It's not been on my mind for the past several weeks because I was on vacation. I missed two rounds of Mock My World, so I have no idea what happened last. What happened last week? Well, last week we went with the funnest, the most fun names to say. And oh, it was a, I did see that on it Twitter. It was virtually mm. a three-way tie until the Sarah Cazell hive rose up and pushed her to victory. Wait, did they? She won. Yeah, she won thirty-one percent, and then Ooh. Dan and me tied with twenty-eight point nine percent. It's because I drafted Tim, Machu Eberflus. Yes, she had. <laughs> Uh, Steve Ho You Fat, John David Booty, Chad Ochocinco, and Matthew Eberflus. It's a pretty good team. It's a pretty good team. What was my team? Your team, Dan Bickley, was Jim Bob Cooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, just that should have looked that. So good. Boof Bonzer. Mm-hmm. 
DeColdis Crawford and Stubby Clap. That's right. a good name. Yeah. A good yeah. team, too. Yeah. So, and while we're out, who's on your team, Jared? Well, I had Wolf Blitzer, Yo-Yo Ma, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Wayne Tinkle. Did anybody pick Engelbert Humperdinck? No, because that's not his real name. So? I don't know. <laughs> but nobody picked him. They all they all picked sports people. Uh, ah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good category. Yes, uh, very close voting. Which I can't say for this week's category on Mark. <laughs> it's tough. But uh, yeah, this uh, Jared, uh, I, no, this was a Sarah idea. This one was not no, mine. No, 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 no. This, this, is, this is my this idea. Fair. This is a fair Jared idea. This is my idea. Um, I think it's it's a little tricky, but I think, you know. No, it's stupid. Based, <laughs> based on. I thought you liked it. I did going into it, and then I started doing research, and I thought, wow, this Harder is than really, really what? dumb. Based on the possibility that former Saints head coach Sean Payton uh, could be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Best Saints. Best Saints. So this so is could, not just people no. you know, from sainthood, but you know, mm-hmm. people maybe with saint names yep. or places, things with That's saints. exactly right. You okay. got it. Uh, the draft order was uh, determined by Random.org. Dan Bickley, first pick. Sarah Cazell, second. I will go third. Jarrett, fourth in this four-round snake-style draft. Bick, you're on the clock. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Gambo's favorite holiday, St. Patrick, That's the patron fantastic. saint of Ireland. Look, not for nothing, remind I had a me, sip of Guinness in Dublin at St. Patrick's. I had a whole sip. Remind me to tell you later about how I might be vacationing with Gambo later this yes, summer. Vince oh was not here for There's that. There's an update on it. There's an update. Oh, good. There's an update. I'll tell you later at the end of the show. Oh Don't miss my it. God. Yeah. All right, Sarah. I think we preempt mock my world <laughs> for this update. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm good to drop out. <laughs> Sarah? Uh, give me Drew Brees, please. Of course. The most famous. I know Drew Brees. Hall He's famer. no saint. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. I drew Brees off the board. Oh, I'm so glad this fell to me at uh, number three. On the heels of the holiday season, jolly old Saint Nick. <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to fall to me. That's Think again, one. Jarrett. You got, Very two, good. you got two picks. All right, I got two picks. I am going with, a, I'm not a dog person, but it is a beloved gigantic dog, the yeah. Saint Bernard. Great pick. And I'm going with um, the city of St. Louis. Yeah, you like St. Louis? Yeah, why, why are you doing that, Jared? Gateway to the West. The arch, the fried ravioli, all those. Yeah, I knew you. How many times you've been there? How many times you've been there, Jared? Oh, like what? We have all day to recount (laughs) my tales Uh of the never been there. The only city in America that loves baseball more than football at this point. Yeah, Yeah. right. That's true. I'm going to go back to the '80s uh, with a uh, beloved television show. The only show that ever put the acting skills of Howie Mandel oh, and Denzel a... Washington together. Yes. Saint great. Elsewhere. <laughs> Excellent pick. Probably not, but <laughs> I like oh, it. I also, uh, yeah. Ed Bigley Jr., right, was on that? Yes. He was. Mark Harmon, I believe, was on that show. What a show. Yeah. Sarah. I'm out of picks. All <laughs> 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 these picks that I like. I'm going to take... An actual saint. I'm going to take Saint Joan of Arc. Okay, she was a bad bee. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> Many people say that about her. Yes, I, I've heard well, that. They always say. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Dan, you got two picks. Uh, I will take uh, Saint Vincent de Paul. Great, 
homeless shelter here in the valley, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the Many Saints of Newark television oh. program. Many Saints. I'm not familiar. It was a Sopranos movie. It was, it oh, was okay. Tony Sopranos, the young man. Yeah, the yeah. the origin oh, story. Cool. Oh, wait. Is that a relatively new show? Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a movie was, from yeah, it two years out, ago. Yeah. Maybe oh, it was a movie. Ago. Okay, right. yeah. I did hear about that. Okay. Very in touch. All right, Sarah. Great. I was trying to buy myself some time. <laughs> Okay. Fourth round is going to be. Yeah. I am going to take. Yeah, this is where I run out of votes. uh, A an ingredient in cocktails that I really love: Saint Germain elderflower liqueur. Oh, I do. That's more like gin. Yeah. Botanical cocktails. I really Mm -hmm. like that. Wow. That's an interesting pick. There you go. I've never even heard of that stuff. Oh, it's bomb. I'm going with another actual saint. Okay. Canonized in 2016. What? Mother Teresa. Oh, that's a good saint. She also was a bad. The woman was a saint. She's bad. She's a bad what? <laughs> a bad bee. <laughs> uh, Jared, you got two picks. Take your time, please. <laughs> well, actually, though, I'm going to pick one of the great, uh, one of the greatest UFC champions of all time, George Saint Pierre. And then you just ref- you just referenced it, and I thought it was going to be the only one that even thought of it. But I'm choosing Dorothy Mantooth. Oh, that woman she's was a, a saint. saint. Oh. From, from Anchorman fame. Yes. Well done. All right, oh, man. I had one, and I didn't even jot it down. And now I'm screwed. Places, <laughs> people, names. Shut up, saints. Jared. No, I'm just. Giving the audience a refresher here and giving Vinny a little time to think. I appreciate it. I mean, there's, you know, athletes. Oh, you know what? I got one. Okay. It's a place that uh, people from uh, this neck of the woods flock to. Uh Uh-huh. And it's Spanish. St. Douglas, San Diego. Huh? Am I creative? Oh, so we could do the Sands? The Santas? Sure. You're not going to allow that? No, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. We're... We're deep in the game, and so I could go San Francisco. You can go San Francisco, but it's not your turn yet, Dan. Whose turn is it? Yours, it been mine, And that is the city I would have drafted, but I'm not going to do it because I love you too much. No, Dan go Mick ahead. No, I, no, I don't no. think that, it, with all due respect to Vinny, I don't think that fits the category. I agree. Yeah, I right. Right. No, no, it's I'll okay. Make, I'll make another pick. Okay, make another pick. It's just, I mean, it's just you. a different language for No, I know. Right. I know. I know. We're allowing Dorothy Mantooth. No, 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 listen, I agree. No one's, no one's saying you have to change. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not taking San well, Francisco. Don't, you don't have to change that. You don't have to change that. To change Let's move on. No, I'll take uh, St. Paul. St. Paul, Washington Minnesota. City. Another oh, one of the city. twin cities. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. uh, quite the uh, quite the substitution for San Diego. Yes. Vacation. <laughs> Same beautiful <laughs> weather this Extra time of year, some Sorry. people say. Yes. Okay. Full disclosure, I've never seen this movie, but I know it's very popular. I think cult following, I don't know. Boondock Saints? Did oh, somebody that's take an that excellent, already? No, that's an excellent one. All right, I'll take that. Everyone in my college dorm loved that movie. Yeah, I feel like I'm the last one who hasn't seen it. I had somebody lend me that movie on DVD. I've never watched it. I'm not in contact with the person whose DVD it is, and this was like 20 years ago, <laughs> and I still have it. <laughs> All right. I'm Your last guy. pick, Dan. All right. I'm going to take the guy that we brought this up for, Sean Payton. 
There you go. I, I, it's amazing. Other than Drew Brees, until then, nobody picked any New Orleans Saints. Archie Manning, Michael Thomas, Reggie Bush, Alan Kamara, Reggie Bush, Sam Mills, Daddy Abramowitz, Swilling, Michael Thomas, Morton Anderson, Chuck Muncy, Mike Ditka, Martin St. Louis, Hulky Guy John. <laughs> Oh, Martin St. Louis is a good one. Guido Merkins. Nobody picked Corky St. Clair from Waiting for Guthman. I just remembered who I was going to pick. I was going to pick Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes, or Equiminus. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Or Osiris, the forgotten St. Brown brother. Uh, There we go. Bix got St. Patrick, St. Vincent de Paul, the many saints of Newark, and Sean Payton. Sarah went with Drew Brees, St. Joan of Arc, St. Germain, blah, 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 whatever that metaphor is. (laughs) Uh, And Boondock says, I went with St. Nick, St. Elsewhere, Mother Teresa, and St. Paul. Sorry, San Diego. Keep it classy. (laughs) Uh, Jarrett went with uh, St. Bernard, St. Louis, George St. Pierre, and Dorothy Mantooth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy her a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. You determine the winner of Mock My World on Twitter. We'll get it up there. You vote at uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. song of the day. Wow. A song uh, from 2014 called Digital Witness performed by Annie Clark. That is not Annie Clark's stage name. Uh, that's not her stage name though. Stage name St. Vincent. St. Vincent. Ah. I thought you were going to play St. Elmo's Fire. Also, have, I told, have I told you my thoughts on St. Elmo's Fire? The song or the movie? The movie. I could, I could write a book on how bad St. Elmo's Fire the movie is. Uh, this is it not is the, pretty bad. It, that's not the first St. Vincent song we've actually played a song of the day. We played another one years ago. But uh, Somebody pointed out that Dan missed St. Andrews. Oh, yeah, the no. golf course. I don't know. Bick and his relationship with golf is not on Yes, I know. It's not as, to, if this, this was last week, he would have been all over If this it. was yesterday, he would have <laughs> his, his face is in his hands right now. He's just done. I've never seen Bick so despondent yeah, during the course of a show. Sometimes. That's, I'm really disappointed in myself. That, what a dumb subject that was. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, though. The dumb ones are fun sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they How are. did I not think of St. Andrews? That kind of a, that's oh, kind of the theme man. of the show. The dumb ones are fun sometimes. Uh, <laughs> St. Vincent, Digital Witness, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata, going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. You brought up um, earlier in the show the Tua Tungavailoa thing, and oh, I want to yeah, get to that, yeah. but I got you teased me with this vacation with Gambo Okay, update. yeah, listen, this is I, I told this story when you were gone. Um, a while back, Gambo went to this castle in Ireland, Ireland called Ashford Castle, and he showed me pictures of it, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. This is, as a Game of Thrones, Jones dork. Yeah. I'm like, this is everything I want. So a while back, I went online and I booked a room 
at Ashford Castle. Really? Uh, for this coming summer. And as I said on the air, I don't know whether I'm going. It's very expensive. It's basically a thousand bucks a night. And Ooh. you, yeah, it's stupid expensive, but it's a five star castle in Ireland, right? And Gamble raved about it. Do so they have I'm a like, complimentary breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Intercontinental. So, so I booked it and I thought, I'll just deal with the particulars later whether I want to do it or not. Gamble, about a week ago, tweeted out a picture that he's going back. Ashford Castle this summer. And I thought, oh, get out. So I texted him yesterday. He's going the same dates that I booked at Ashford Castle. How? No! Is that not nuts? <laughs> is that not insane? So where? what's plan B? You going back to Iceland? <laughs> what's furthest away from Ashford Castle? Maybe? No, I mean... Does that make it more or less enticing, Dan? I, I Cause, don't. Because that would be some experience. Wouldn't that be the greatest? This is a YouTube series. And it really I would. It is. That's a reality it. show. It really yes. would be. Yes. Put Stream it on the website. Someone get me a cot. I will come produce this for you. <laughs> My next vacation, I don't care where it is, but I'm going to one of the White Lotus locations. Ah. Because a lot of interesting oh. things happen on that show. Well, so I hear. That's, yeah. that's nuts. You know, Jarrett oh, wow. went on his honeymoon with John Bloom. Yeah, and then he yeah. And he brought up that story when I brought up this thing initially. It's hysterical. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Tremendous. So like I said, I don't I still don't know, like, you know, and I said I've got an I've got another dilemma here is to do this, I've got to do something I've never been able to do, and that's extricate my kids out of the summer vacation. You know Ooh. what I mean? Carve them out and say, Hey kids, the gravy train, it's done, left the station. Bye. Yeah, but you know Bye. what? You know who pays for that? Young Cole pays for that. Yeah, Can you true. cut it's out two point. of the three? Well, see, the thing is, is that young Cole doesn't want any part of it anyways. Tremendous. Young Cole is the dude who never wants to leave the house. Oh, I thought because Gambo was going. <laughs> doesn't want any. <laughs> Something. That is, so, isn't that nuts, dude? Isn't that weird? Shouldn't we just all go to Ashford Castle now? If, if that oh, happens we and you guys have subsequent trips there, we need to send our videographer, Jeremy. There That's right. To document the that whole thing. That would be fabulous. Uh, the two at Zungavailoa situation. He is out for Sunday. There's lots of questions now with twice visiting the concussion protocol and maybe suffering as many as three concussions this year. The future of Tua Tungavailoa. And you asked a poignant question. Why should everybody else be making the decision putting pressure on Tua Tungavailoa? Is this still not a, dis- a Tua Tungavailoa yeah. decision about his future? Yeah, and it really kind of stopped me in my tracks because I was on that other side. And the thought is, look, if the Dolphins are in this position where they're afraid to play the guy because of anything happens to them, they get blamed. And it's like, and so people are thinking that because of all of this, that the Dolphins are going to go find another quarterback and Tua's going to be out of luck. And I thought, and the thinking is, how fair is that to Tua? If Tua's able to pass concussion protocols, who is anybody to make that decision for him? You're right, but the whole situation is complicated by the culpability of the Dolphins the first time around. Yeah, it's true. When he had that very visible concussion and the the fencing reaction to it on the Thursday night game, that was following a week that was found out the Dolphins screwed things up. Their team doctors screwed things up. There were people who lost their jobs over that. So you got that on one side, but you're right. It still has to be the decision of the player. And you know what else is harrowing to think mm. about is until very recently, the concussion was just 
it was glazed over. You would talk about it. No, oh, I've had tons of concussions. How many how many concussions did Troy Aikman have in his career? Oh, and how many, many guys never had the education on how serious it was? It's a it's a brain injury. Yes, and how many other guys in the NFL are not being questioned and teams being questioned about players the way that people are looking at the Dolphins and Tua? Yeah, there are many other players who have gone who are experiencing the same thing. I, it's just something to think about. I want to play this for you real quick. This is from August on Dan Levitard's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Amino Hassan, who's known for his basketball acumen, was asked to predict Geno Smith. I, actually, I won't play it. He was asked to predict Geno Smith's stat line. All right. And he said over 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, oh, come and 11 on. interceptions. And he was ridiculed by the staff. Geno Smith threw for 4,282 yards and exactly 30 touchdowns and exactly 11 picks. I gotta give wow. him a high five next time I see him also, at a Suns game. Also, the uh, the neutral site game, if it happens, will be in Atlanta. No, Merce- Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I saw a list of the seven po- top locations and the list that they put out, and not one of them was an indoor stadium. And I was like, that's never going to happen. Yep. Thoughts, Bick? That's disgusting. He's despondent again. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm out of here. Thanks to Dave Pash and Shane Dunn. We'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs> Wolf and Luke up next.